Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk with your host, Nikkei Lamodi, certified wellness coach and personal trainer. A wellness podcast focused on providing practical tips on how to curate a healthy lifestyle uniquely for you, where we discuss wellness hot topics with expert guests and have real candid conversations. It's the one-stop shop you need to get the help you've been looking for. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Wellness Help Desk. I'm Nikayla Modi and this is episode nine. Woo y'all, today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, okay, because this has literally changed my life in so many ways. And as I mentioned in episode two, I read a book by Dr. Carol S. Dweck that completely was the catalyst to completely changing my life. And so it's mindset. We're going to be talking about mindset today and really just kind of like a one-on-one on what mindset is and just bring you along on why you should be not only working on your mindset, but why it's so important in terms of you just having the wellness in terms of longevity of wellness that you want and how it can impact the other areas of your life. So with that said, you probably are like, but why are we talking about it though (laughs) on a wellness podcast? Well, mindset is a set of beliefs that just shape how you make sense of the world and yourself, yourself being very important there. And so it influences how you think, feel, and just behave in any given situation, according to verymindwell.com. So you see, it would make no sense for me to jump straight into the how when we haven't first established a healthy mindset that will work for you and not against you as you pursue your wellness goals. I personally firmly believe that sustainable health and wellness habits are a top down approach. And what I mean by that is brain, so mindset, your thoughts, your heart, which embodies the relationship with yourself and your emotions, and then body, which is doing all the strategy, doing all the things, all the habits. And so Dr. Carol S. Dweck is a pioneer who has led this area of study. And in her book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, How We Can Learn to Fulfill Our Potential, she credits success from mindset and not intelligence, education, or talent. And there are two sets of mindset. There's fixed and there's growth. And so mindtools.com did a really good job of just clearly summarizing what the two are. So this is all from them, this next part. So people with a fixed mindset believe that they're born with certain intelligence, skills, and abilities that cannot change. And as a result, when they fail at a task or they face a challenge, their fear that they might not succeed often stops them from progressing. And they hold themselves back by engaging only in activities that they know they can do well. And people with a growth mindset However, they embrace challenges because they believe that they can learn from experiences, develop their skills, and improve with practice, all of which can lead to greater achievement. They believe that they can overcome obstacles and they choose to learn from the experience, work harder, and then try again until they reach their goals. So if you need like an example, someone with a fixed mindset, you know, did made a mistake, then they may think, 
I am a failure versus someone with a growth mindset is just going to say, oh, I failed and I can learn from it. And a fixed mindset, you know, they only see things as like A plus B equals C. There is no other way around anything. They must constantly showcase how brilliant they are to others, whether it be in relationships or work or parenting. And it's about them and their worth and value and the perception of how others see them. And that's what matters most to them. And with a growth mindset, they see mistakes as a learning opportunity. So like viewing goals and new tasks as just an experiment, right? You're more willing and open to step outside of your comfort zone because you see them as just that, an experiment. So I bet you can see already which mindset would be ideal for a wellness journey, a thriving, sustainable wellness journey. (laughs) So in the book, they actually conducted several experiments just based on different arenas, whether it was in the career aspect, parenting, relationships. And so I wanted to just share two of those. So they gave these fifth graders these intriguing puzzles that they all loved when they first received them. But when the researchers made the puzzles harder, the children with a fixed mindset showed a huge dip in enjoying doing the puzzles. They even changed their mind about taking some home to practice. They just want it to be done. Like, get the puzzles away from me. I'm over it. However, the children with the growth mindset, they couldn't stop working on the puzzle. They wanted to take the puzzles home even. And a child even asked, what's the name of the puzzle? Because I want my mom to buy me one. And believe it or not, the same underlying principle happened to a group of med school students going through a semester of chemistry. This particular class was challenging and the average grade on each exam was a C plus. Now, this is a big deal for students who are used to getting nothing less than an A. So those students with a fixed mindset, they only stayed interested when something happened, uh, they scored well. And if they didn't, then there was a dip in their interest because it wasn't a testament to their intelligence. But on the other hand, the growth mindset med students, they continued to show the same level of interest even when they found the work challenging. Their challenge and interest walked hand in hand. So as you can see, the two different types of mindsets really affect how you show up in the world, not just on your health and wellness journey. And so I want to talk to you about how a fixed mindset was hurting me. First of all, I wouldn't try new things because, again, I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to mess up and I didn't want people to think that I wasn't intelligent enough or good enough to be able to accomplish that skill. Uh, I allowed mistakes to be the end of the world. I made them mean a lot about me as a person instead of just about, oh, I just made a mistake. And I was constantly accepting things as they were. So as things happened, it was so very black and white in my mind. It was just, I couldn't see anything else. I wasn't willing to learn from it or see it from a different perspective. It was just very A plus B equals C. But here's how a growth mindset has helped me because I've been working on this, y'all, for two years. I started learning about this back in 2020 and my business coach teaches and talks about mindset. So it has just been something that's been a recurring theme in my life for two years now. And so this is how a growth mindset has helped me. Well, I accepted a job promotion, which I talked about on the last episode about accepting this job. And that is huge because 
fixed mindset Nikkei would have literally not taken it. I would have been terrified to fail. I would have been terrified to mess up. I would have been terrified they would have regretted giving me the position. I would have given them every reason why I couldn't do it, wasn't you know qualified for it, all the things. Also, growth mindset has helped me put myself out there in dating because instead of having such a fixed mindset where this person has to be my person, I'm now going into it. What can I learn from this person and how can I leave them better than I found them? And that's just been so huge because I'm not putting this fixed mindset on what this person has to be or what the situation has to turn out to. Also, growth mindset has helped me to try new things. And that's been really cool because I feel uncomfortable and I'm like trying to figure out the new skill and I make the mistake. And then, you know, sometimes my shame comes in and then I have to talk to myself like, it's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. Like, just keep going. And then as I keep going, my confidence goes up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually having fun. And also growth mindset has helped me consider what else is possible. And this has served me in so many different ways. I just, I think this is my favorite thing about having a growth mindset. The moment I get no, or it's just like, doesn't seem possible. I keep reminding myself, okay, what is another alternative? What is another way? And I remember doing that a lot when I was looking for a second job. I mean, I was applying for a second job on Upwork, Indeed, for like eight months. And I'm like, what is the deal? Like, it shouldn't be this hard. But I kept telling myself, there is a job out there perfect for what you need and what you want. But if you don't put yourself out there and keep applying, it's not going to find you and you're not going to find it. And lo and behold, my second job literally is perfect. So those are the ways in which growth mindset has helped me. And I've noticed that a growth mindset has taken the pressure off, the pressure. If you're a perfectionist, there's this always this pressure that's on. I don't even know how to say it, but growth mindset has helped for that pressure to come off and it's allowed me to be okay with doing something wrong or making a mistake. I no longer enter the world of shame and self-criticalness when I mess up, whether it's in work or with a friendship or just in dating. And am I perfect? No. (laughs) I'm just way more aware of my triggers and I'm more inclined to stop the old narrative from continuing and grounding myself in the truth. It was so normal for me to assume the narrative that my boss or coworkers would be thinking of me if I made a mistake, right? I would just assume they were going to say, this girl shouldn't be, shouldn't be here. Why did we hire her? She can't do anything right when they probably weren't even thinking about me at all. To be honest, nobody is really thinking about being that much but myself. So I remember this year I had made a mistake at work and something that I was supposed to format and schedule to publish on the company website and I didn't do it. So in the moment that my boss approached me about it, I so easily wanted to shift the blame just to like assuage the whole I don't make mistakes, right? My ego just was like, we don't make mistakes. And it didn't add to the fact that he had just told me like earlier in the week, I don't have to worry about things getting done with you, BK. And I just was like, oh yeah, you're right. And so when this happened, I was like, oh no, I see that the emails opened. I must've read it. And I just probably moved on to another task and forgot. And so I didn't want to showcase, you know, that I had forgotten. I wanted to tell a different story 
But my growth mindset kicked in when my ego started freaking out, right? My growth mindset reminded me, Nikkei, everyone makes mistakes. It's how you choose to respond to it that matters. So I typed out directly that I apologize. I didn't do this. I read the email and never followed through on the task. And here's what I plan to do to rectify things. And he replied back with, sounds good. And I was like, that's it. I didn't get fired or yelled at or the world didn't end. And in that moment, I realized that I should respond to mistakes with humility and honesty and with solutions if possible. And that was just such a huge testament to me about how a growth mindset is life changing. But how does this sabotage your wellness goals, right? So if you never give yourself permission to keep trying, you never give yourself the benefit of the doubt, you never challenge yourself, how is that going to lead to a consistent, sustainable wellness lifestyle? Like with a fixed mindset in the area of health and wellness, you believe that the skills needed to thrive and whatever health habits that are ingrained naturally in some people versus others, and you believe you don't have them. So because of that, you believe you'll truly never be where you want to be. Deep down inside, this is what you believe. Even if you're actively trying, you use that lack of success with your health goals as the evidence as why this is why I can't keep trying. This is why I want to stay safe and only do this and only do that, but never try and push the envelope or never try to do that whatever again. And so you find yourself living out this self-fulfilling prophecy and the cycle just repeats itself. So what can you do to start transitioning to a growth mindset if you've been listening to this and say, oh, I think I have a fixed mindset? Well, step one is knowing that it's scientifically possible through neuroplasticity. And that is basically your brain's ability to rewire or lay new neural pathways, basically. So Think of it as you're reprogramming your brain. And so the second thing is to listen to yourself. Like your inner critic will always have a lot of non-helpful things to say, right? The moment you hear that old thought narrative running, step in and actively reframe it. For instance, if someone is providing feedback on something that you did, Instead of allowing the inner critic to rage, to make excuses and blame other people or just defend yourself, remain grounded and offer a reframed thought. What can I learn from what they're saying? Don't allow your inner critic to run the show because the voice of that fixed mindset is going to stop you from following a path of growth and success, right? It's going to keep you playing it safe. And so the other thing that you can do is recognize that you have a choice. We all will go through obstacles and challenges and defeats in life, no matter our roles and titles, but it's the way that we respond to them that makes the difference, that makes the difference in growth or that makes the difference in being set back or getting stuck. But if you look at the things that happen, like those challenges or those obstacles as opportunities for growth, you can then develop not only a plan of action, But you can learn, you can work hard and change up whatever strategy you were doing and do something different. The other thing is to challenge your fixed mindset. So when you are faced with a challenge, 
and you hear yourself thinking all the inner critic things like, don't try that. You don't got the talent. Remember that time you did this and this happened, but you may not succeed the first time. Like if you hear all of that going on, then I want you to pause, right? And reframe it. Like, I'm not sure if I can do it and I may not get it right the first time, but I can learn with practice. These are the thoughts that I had to do when I was offered my job promotion. I had to stop the inner critic and say, hey, I remember in the past when I did this and I have these resources and these people presently to help me. And these are the strengths that I have. Like, I know I'm going to make mistakes. I know I'm not going to do everything perfect the first time, but I can learn. The next thing is take action. So when you practice thinking and acting in a mindset of growth, it does become easier to tackle obstacles in a more positive way. I have experienced this in my life and it is so very true. Everything we do that's new in life, we have to practice. No one is good at something the very first time. So when you make a mistake, just try to see it as a chance to learn. And then you wanna reward the process and the effort that you're doing not the outcome or the results. So Dr. Carol S. Dweck recommends this, that you want to offer praise for someone's effort, for the process in which they're going through, not the end result, because praising the effort will encourage growth. But when you focus on an individual's results, they learn that trying doesn't matter, right? They're only concerned about that result, But praising their efforts rewards their process of learning so they become more motivated to keep striving towards their goals. And recognize failure and making mistakes is a universal human experience. Everyone experiences it. It's not just you. Life is just not out to get you. (laughs) That is very helpful. And be open to regular feedback because having regular feedback in your life is tied to a pleasurable dopamine hit that elicits motivation. Right. And if you're not familiar with what a dopamine hit means, it's highlighting or lighting up an area of your brain that is pleasurable. So getting Instagram like lights up a dopamine center in your brain, like things like that. That's what regular feedback provides. In the end, your mindset influences how you see the world, whether it's a problem, a challenge or just a sweet gift from life. And it has the power to affect your health and well-being, relationships, career, parenting, and more. In my unique wellness program, The Intermission, I teach you several tools and provide trainings on how to start growing in a growth mindset and overall how to connect with your thought life so you can impact your world around you. To learn more, schedule a consultation with me via the link in the show notes. I'm so, so happy that I got to share mindset with you all. If you did identify that you have a fixed mindset in some capacity or in a certain arena in your life, it's okay. Take heart that you can grow and learn to have a growth mindset just like I did and that I continue to have to fight for. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the episode today, head over and leave me a review. This helps others find the podcast and be one step closer to curating their healthy lifestyle. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Nikkei underscore Lamodi. And if social isn't your thing, join my beautiful newsletter community via the link in the show notes. To learn more about exclusive one-on-one wellness coaching, head over to rndaywellness.com. 
as always, remember to give yourself grace.